Hi, and welcome to Population Health Plugin, a show highlighting current public health topics in our community and things of interest to students and employees across the university. My name is Elena Kidd, and I'm a program director in the Office of Public Health Practice at the University of Alabama at Birmingham, UAB School of Public Health. We all know how important regular physical activity is to our physical and mental health, but it can be challenging for many of us to find time, energy, and motivation to get up and moving, especially during the COVID-19 pandemic. Today, we are joined by a panel of experts to talk about not only the positive benefits of exercise, but strategies in addressing some of these challenges. So I would like to welcome Dr. Olivia Afuso, a physical activity epidemiologist, academic researcher, an ultra marathon runner and wellness advocate, and Mr. Pedro Magalese. He is a coordinator of fitness at the UAB Recreation Center. He received a BSc in exercise science and health promotion from the Florida Atlantic University, an MS in recreation and sports science, and Ms. Riley Thornton, an employee wellness manager with UAB. She is a registered dietitian and nutritionist who specializes in providing resources for UAB employees to live healthy and active lives. So thank you all for being here today and taking time out of your busy schedules to talk with me. Thank you. Thank you for having us. I'm glad to be here. So we know that regular physical activity is one of the most important things you can do for your health. So immediately I think of weight management, but what are some other benefits of regular physical activity? I'll start by mentioning at least improved cardiovascular health and fitness, sleep and mental health are a few that come to mind when, when talking with employees and the benefits of regular physical activity. Yeah, and to add on that, I mean, those are some some of the general ones as well. Um, but to add on that, also increase energy levels. Like you'll see that you're going to have more energy throughout the day, more energy uh, to do activities that you enjoy. Uh, so you're going to be less lethargic in, in general as a person. Yeah, and I think that, um, you know, when we think about health manage, um, mental health management, uh, phys regular physical activity is great for uh, stress reduction. Um, you know, immediately after engaging in activity, uh, individuals often report just feeling better uh, mentally and emotionally. And so, Dr. Fuso, in a recent TED Saloon event, you talked about how the environment around us the one in which we live, learn, work, and play can impact our ability to make and maintain lifestyle changes, like engaging in regular physical activity and weight loss. Can you explain what you mean by that? Yeah, so one of the things that we know is like when environments are more conducive for people to get out and walk, such as, you know, nice sidewalks and trees and just green space, that it's it's far easier than if you're in an area where you have to be concerned about fast moving cars or, you know, animals that are not being uh, restrained properly or just like, you know, um, sidewalks that are just broken. Uh, people have to, you know, come up with enough motivation on their own to be able to deal with all these issues within the systems um, that impede uh, sort of that easy pathway to engage in activity. So, you know, when we think of not only the built environment, also opportunities for um, individuals to be able to take time away from their desk to go for a quick walk that helps them to de-stress. So we have to think about not just where people live and crime, 
um, but also the other policies and systems that are in place that make it hard for people to um, engage in simple activities like walking. And Dr. Fuso, in the same podcast, you mentioned that making those lifestyle changes is more than an individual effort. What can we do right now to help support each other in making positive changes for our health and promoting well-being in our community? So if we think about just our community at UAB, you know, one thing that uh, an individual might do is go and find someone else in their department or within the school to go for a quick walk around the campus screen. Um, It's far easier to engage in activities when you have someone to go along with you. And some of my research shows that, um, you know, the, the networks of individuals that we have to draw from can include our co-workers or, um, you know, students or just anyone in our more immediate environment. So it just doesn't have to be your family and friends. It could just be other people in the community that have a similar interest in an activity. And kind of turning to the UAB community, Mr. Magnolies, what are some of the resources or initiatives the UAB Rec Center offers to help support lifestyle changes? Yeah, so as a rec center, you know, we offer many opportunities for the community and also our students to really partake in whatever physical activity or uh, activities in general that they that fits their kind of lifestyle and fits their interests. So as a as a rec center, we fit we have a whole bunch of opportunities they can partake in. So me in general, I oversee the fitness uh, area at the UAB Rec Center. So over there, we host our group fitness center. We have our personal trainers. Uh, we have resources to if you want to become a personal trainer, you know, and help people get into physical activity. We offer courses to help you get your certification there as well. So we also have programs uh, such as we'll host like some Zumba parties. We'll host. Uh, I actually hosted a marathon month initiative this past month from March to April in a way to kind of help uh, community members get moving in in the way that they enjoy. So essentially, they'd have to um, accumulate as many miles as they can throughout the month of from March twenty second to April twenty second. Uh, with the goal in mind of choosing whether they want to run a marathon, an ultra marathon, right? So they had a goal behind of what they wanted to achieve. So we host those kind of initiatives to kind of help people get moving and kind of support those healthy lifestyles. Uh, if you like the outdoors, you prefer to take it out into the trails. Uh, we have our outdoor or adventure rec uh, department that they offer trips. They offer some retreats to go hiking or even our rock wall. So we have plenty of opportunities uh, to in the UAB rec center for you to kind of like, you know, go after what you enjoy doing. So that's what we pretty much do here at the rec center. That all sounds amazing. And so who's able to participate? Is it just limited to employees or students or who's who's able to participate? And how can someone learn more about the programs you offer? Yeah, so really, uh, really depends on what you can participate, right? So we students have access through their tuition to come into the rec center on their own so they automatically have a membership but we also offer community memberships as well so if you are a staff or employee you can uh, purchase a membership at the rec and have full access to what we offer or if you're a community member uh, in 
Birmingham in general, you can also purchase a membership to be able to take part in our programs as well. So anytime our group fitness classes are free to all members. So if you just sign up for a membership, you have access to all our group fitness, except for F45, which is a little bit more of a premium price. Uh, if you don't know about F45, that's more of our premium service. Uh, there's also franchise uh, locations around Birmingham as well. Uh, but we offer a little bit of a cheaper uh, rate than those, I will be honest. Um, so pretty much they have access to whatever programs we offer free and uh, paid extra. So like that marathon month that I mentioned, it was completely free. So even if you weren't a member, you could sign up for it. Uh, pretty much the best way to learn about this is through our website. We also have our UAB UREC uh, Instagram. So we always are posting our upcoming events and things that you could partake in. So it's just staying in tune to what we're doing through our website would be the best way to learn more about that and how our registration process will go through. It sounds like a lot of fun activities and hopefully oh, people, yeah. especially working on campus, can take advantage of it being right next door. Yeah, absolutely. It's right there and ease of access, you know, just walk away from the hill, especially. And so this question is for everyone. So the CDC recommends adults get 150 minutes of physical activity each week and two days of muscle strengthening activity. And that just sounds like a lot, especially with busy work schedules and families and children. Um, what are some strategies to make this sound less daunting? I'll mention that when talking with a lot of our employees, that time is really a common barrier that many of our employees face, more specifically lack thereof. I generally encourage employees to start small by getting maybe 10 to 15 minutes of activity at a time, perhaps a couple times a day for those that may feel overwhelmed by longer periods of exercise time. So this could look like walking around your building on a nice day, walking to get lunch, or walking to your car instead of taking the shuttle. Um, also just finding activity that you enjoy, as that you may be more likely to engage in activity this way whether that's walking with music, podcast, or talking to a friend. Maybe it's dancing to a fitness video you enjoy or participating in group exercise programs. Finding things that you really like to do that, aren't, that you aren't dreading uh, might make you more likely to complete various types of physical activity and make it less daunting. And I would add to that um, really setting a goal for oneself. So even if you're choosing to just do one minute a day as your starting point, set a goal to try to do that one minute every day so that you can build up that habit. And the other thing is having a group or a community to engage with so that you can have that built-in accountability for each other. It's amazing when you have a goal and you have support, how you can start small and build up over time. Um, for instance, I have been running every day for the last 1300 plus days. And there are many days that I only run one mile. So I have a minimum and it takes me about 10 minutes. And I know that I don't wanna break that chain. And I also have people that are asking me about it. Did you run today? And of course, you know, I, I don't want to uh, let them down. I don't wanna let myself down. So I just try to maintain that one small habit. Yeah. And like the question says, right, 150 minutes really does sound like a lot, you know, and it can be daunting to a lot of people. They're like, oh, I got to get 150 minutes in. But when how coming from a PT or fit, or personal trainer background, how I'd like to kind of break it down if I ever get a client that, you know, has that time barrier, I break it down as in five days a week, 
30 minutes a day, right? And you don't even have to get those 30 minutes in straight. So if you have a walk, if you have a dog, right, walking your dog, maybe 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes in the afternoon, 10 minutes in the evening, that is your 30 minutes right there per day, right? So that makes it a little bit easier for them to understand, okay, maybe I am walking a little bit more than I usually am, especially in a job that maybe like a nurse, for instance, right, they're probably walking around uh, dealing with uh, dealing with patients all day, right, they probably don't notice how much they walk. So if they have a tracker, it may uh, offer a little bit more incentive, right? Okay, I'm making sure I'm getting all my steps in. Uh, so it does sound like a whole lot. But like Riley said, right, finding something that interests you. So maybe they don't like going in and doing curls and bench press, things like that for their muscle strengthening, but maybe going into a group fitness class where people have a common goal and are doing the same exercises may make it a little bit more enjoyable to go through with other people that are going through experiences the same, uh, the same exact type of exercise, you know? And thank you everyone. I definitely agree with what you're saying. And, and I know from my personal experience, when I'm listening to music, even though my husband doesn't necessarily like it, but, you know, I find myself walking for one or two minutes longer because, you know, my favorite song comes on and instead of turning off, I'm like, I'll just, I'll just keep going and I'll just keep walking or running just a little bit longer. So I think that's a great tip and definitely finding people that you enjoy working out with and having that accountability and also that and Dr. Fusa, like you said, that habit is very important because once you get that habit kind of set, it is hard to make it, but it definitely keeps you accountable. Yeah. And also to add to that with the music, you know, as we're doing a podcast right now, podcasts have been increasingly popular. So maybe you want to listen to your favorite murder mystery podcast or, you know, a movie podcast where they talk about movies. You know, there's just so many ways to really get lost in another world, you know, while you go and do physical activity. Yeah. Or listen to the next episode of Population Health Plugins. Yeah. Absolutely. So thinking about more about employees who are working full time, what are some tips for staying active at work, especially on days that it gets really hot? I know summer is coming up or if it's raining, because we will definitely have those days, too. I know that this was mentioned earlier, but I think accountability in the workplace with colleagues or coworkers or or those that have similar goals to yourself is great to have. I know there are a couple of schools here on campus, um, two that come to mind, School of Education and School of Health Professions, have created their own wellness committees. And they have walking groups and uh, a general group of people that they can count upon if they're wanting to go for a midday walk or maybe shifting some meetings into a walking meeting that could be shifted in this way. Um, so having that accountability can be helpful, but even with yourself. This could look like setting an invite, an Outlook invite, sending it to yourself for 10 to 15 minutes of activity, maybe in between meetings, um, whether that's standing at your desk, taking a lap around your office floor, maybe walking around your building, or even doing some um, standing desk stretches. You know, it's having that kind of accountability within your department, your school, or even individually can be helpful. Um, personally, I found that on days I bring my tennis shoes to the office, I'm more likely to get out for a lunchtime stroll. So if th there are things like that, like bringing a change of comfortable shoes that can make activity easy, evaluate what that may be. And then finally, around UAB's campus, I have seen signs for UAB's walking trails. Can you tell us a little bit more about those trails? Um, where do the routes go? What are some of those distances? Sure. Employees have access across the university and the hospital to over eight walking trails at varying distances to encourage additional activity throughout the day. You can access and view, download those trail maps online 
um, by visiting uab.edu walk. But if you're located within the university, the One Mile Blazer Trail that includes University Boulevard, 18th Street South, and 10th Avenue South, and the UAB Green is a great trail to start with. Um, if you want a shorter distance to loop on a busy day, just try the Campus Green Trail by following the sidewalk areas around the UAB Green. For our hospital employees, the UAB Medicine Trail, the Whitaker Extension Trail, or the UAB Medicine and Children's of Alabama trails are all located, in, located inside and can collectively add up to over a mile long. For other employees that may not have access to that larger indoor trail within the hospital, see if your building has the floor length to create your own indoor trail on a hot or rainy day. So for example, the Education Engineering Complex employees have created their own indoor walking trail to span the three floors of the Education Engineering Complex providing indoor walking distances for both the School of Education and for the School of Engineering. So those are a couple of different options for walking on campus, but again, if there is a trail that you particularly like and enjoy, um, see if you can create your own trail um, and share it with your colleagues or coworkers. If it's something that is um, easier for you to access outside of our eight plus UAB walking trails. Yeah, aside from those trails, you know, if you are a staff member at the Recreation Center, we also have an indoor track up top. I think it's about an eighth of a mile for each lap. So about eight laps, I think, make a mile, uh, I believe. Uh, don't quote me on that. But um, if you are looking outside of the UAB, you know, there is the Rotary Trail not too far away either. So if you're looking for a little bit more of Birmingham, uh, there's always that in the downtown area as well. And I know um, right in our backyard, and Dr. Fees, I know that this is kind of our stomping grounds, but Red Mountain Park is not too far away, um, just right over right over the mountain. Yeah, so the entire um, Red Rock Trail system um, actually connects uh, Red Mountain Park to the High Iron Ore Trail, which then can connect you all the way to the Rotary Trail that comes into downtown. So we have an amazing trail system in the Birmingham area. Uh, for individuals to be able to get out and uh, bike, walk, run, um, to spend time outside. And we'll drop some of those links to some of those uh, walking trails in our description of our podcast. But that is all the time we have for today. So thank you, Dr. Fuso, Ms. Thornton, uh, Mr. Magdalese. We really appreciate you all being here and, and again, taking time out of your day to share information to hopefully make it a little easier for people to get up and moving. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having yeah. us. And thank you to everyone listening. Please tune in next time for another episode of Population Health Plugin. Mm-hmm.